Hey guys, you're listening to Sound Scrub, a place where I get to dissect the writing, production, and recording process of a song with the artist and producer. I am your host, Lisa Denae. Hey guys, this is Michelle Krieber, and I am a singer, songwriter, actor, voice actor, and musician. And a fun fact about me is that I have two ferrets and a dog has pets. It's my go-to fun fact. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> All right. So, hi, guys. My name is Robert Messier. Um, I'm from Montreal. And the fun fact would be that uh, my English is funny because French is my first language. <laughs> and um, I'm a musician and a music producer. What's your fun fact? <laughs> and I'm Monique Krieber uh, from Vancouver, and uh, I'm uh, a musician as well and producer and a singer. And a uh, fun fact for me, um, I work with my family a lot in the entertainment world. Yes, I love that. All right. In today's episode of Sound Scrub, we are going to be, going to be talking about False Empire by Michelle Krieber. Uh, let's go ahead and start with the lyrics. What is a song about and what inspired you to write it? Yeah, well, it was sort of reverse. I, I came up with the idea of, of wanting to produce a song that really sounded like it could come out of a movie soundtrack mm-hmm. or a video game soundtrack. And I don't play a lot of video games, but I did play Halo growing up. And music in that video game is really epic. It's yeah. like Hans Zimmer type stuff, you know, like Inception and mm-hmm. uh, Star Wars. You know, that's uh, not Hans Zimmer. Star Wars is John Williams. But mm-hmm. all of those amazing soundtracks. Um, and, and there's this one finale part of the Halo 3 soundtrack that I heard in these giant piano octaves. And I thought, okay, I want to write a pop rock song based on that kind of piano part. So that's what I had first. I had this idea of like, my left hand was all the way at the bottom of the piano. My right hand was all the way at the top. Thank you. 
sort of had that melody in mind throughout, but I wasn't super sure on it. And, and I think once I knew what my lyrics were going to be based on is when the melody was really solidified. So in terms of lyrics, I always, (laughs) I always want to make sure that, you know, I'm saying this, you know, very politically correct and, and not to offend anybody, but this is obviously a very timely song. This was written recently for me and, and, sort of about the current state of, of the world and, mm-hmm. and types of people that we see <laughs> in, uh, in this generation and, and at this time. And there's really a struggle right now between the people that want to see the world move forward and want mm-hmm. to move towards overall acceptance and freedom and um, respect between all cultures and all types of people and all walks of life and and really moving forward as a unit and then you have this pushback from the other side that really want to keep things the way they've always been Mm -hmm. in strict guidelines that's the way that they can have control is by keeping everybody under these under these rules and in that I've just you know there's such a resurgence in dishonesty and Mm -hmm. the the value of truth is sort of disappearing in in a lot of what we're seeing um out there in the world and and that's that's what false empire is about i mean i'm not a i I never like to qualify myself or you know what is it yeah qualify myself as as one of the extremists on either side i consider Mm -hmm. myself to be a, a middleman in every situation. I am mm-hmm. always looking to see other people's opinions and see where other people are coming from and accept how others live their lives and how they want to process everything. But the one thing I will never stand for is dishonesty mm-hmm. and, um, you know, affecting other people negatively. So yeah. that's my, <laughs> that's my general, you know, politically correct way of, of saying what, what false empire is about. Yeah. No, that's, I mean, that's totally in line with what's going on in the world um, right now. Um, That's like, wow. I totally agree with everything that you (laughs) just said. Um, (laughs) Did you end up writing this on your, uh, like starting all of this on your own and then brought in um, Robert and uh, Monique? Yeah, I, I had the song fully written. By the time I sent it to Robert, I think maybe there were a couple lines I adjusted, but what was really amazing bringing Robert into the, into the process was, you know, I'd written this whole song based off of piano and I always Mm -hmm. imagined it being epic, but literally I sent this song to Robert and then a couple days later, he sent back pretty much exactly what it sounds like now. This insanely epic soundtrack sound it just I, I I even just played it on my phone in my email and I just was not expecting how much he just elevated it within a matter of days it was truly remarkable and I think in terms of the emotion of the song in terms of the passion Robert is a huge 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 foundation of that so I did write the song entirely sort of on my own in the basement with the piano but mm-hmm. Robert is really he's he's what what makes it sparkle he's what makes it bring brings it to life 
You're gonna hear a knock, knock, knock on your golden doors And then a stomp, stomp on your marble floors We're gonna find the rebels, find, find the rebels And we'll fight together, fight, fight together Cause you know revolution is a given here You thought that we're gonna take this, we're gonna make this easy for you to walk all over us Now we're the rebels, we're, we're the rebels And we'll fight together, fight Fight, fight together when you are on your own. Oh, honey, you better learn your lies. Lies, you've been falling for simple lies. And you gotta test Robert, did you know exactly where you wanted to go with the production once she sent over the piano track? The interesting um, about the way we usually work together is Michelle is going to send me a song. Usually there's some piano and there's her singing mm-hmm. and she doesn't say much else. And she likes to see what it inspires me. Right. You know, so she, likes, she likes to see where it's going to take me. And uh, sometimes it's tricky because sometimes you you know you, you receive a song and then you have to try out different avenues, different directions before you find the right one and the one that everyone agrees with also. And uh, but in this case, when I received the song, first of all, um, the title itself, "False Empire," uh, suggested to me something big. And then I heard the song; it was a very powerful melody. Her singing was very, very powerful, very passionate, very dynamic, goes from low to, to high. I mean, mm-hmm. so I knew right away that this needed something big. Right. And uh, it was clear, really, really clear for the first, well, I mean, f- from the first time I listened to the song. So I did the first draft uh, with all this, maybe 90% of this orchestration. And then I didn't know if that's what she wanted at that point. So I did send it to her. And I remember I put this note with it saying something like, um, Oh, um, here, Michelle, this is, this is what I envision for the song, but mm, I'm not sure, you know, if it's the right direction for the, the project, because obviously it was clear that this was not, going to be the most, uh, well, let's say the most radio-friendly song of the album, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so I sent it out to her. And then uh, a couple of days later, she called me back and she said, that's great. That's exactly what I'm hoping for. And it's, so keep going that way. And what I felt was great is as soon as you decide that, okay, this song can, you know, you know can go in another direction than, the, the the typical format you're you're often looking for right. then sky becomes a limit you know so that allows that allowed me to to not only go into this movie like type of sound but also to go into this rock section in the middle of the mm-hmm. song because then there's no limit you can do what you artistically artistically feel is right for the song so that's pretty much how it went for me did anything um end up changing once you sent it back to michelle um, no, not really. It, it, no, 
it's yes and no. I mean, not in the direction, mm -hmm. but of course the song, uh, you know, you keep working on the song, right. so you keep improving the arrangement and this and that, but always in the same direction. I believe Michelle, right? Yeah, we really, we hit the bullseye with this one right from the beginning. Yeah, and then nice. after it was just kind of perfecting. I, I did new vocals. The right. first vocal I sent him was basically a one take. And then mm -hmm. I went in to a professional studio and did my, you know, warmed up for the whole day and did my whole belt, to <laughs> all, the, all the belt sections. And, and um, we did some new harmonies and and made the bass bigger and and you know fiddled with stuff but overall the concept was really solidified from the second he sent that first uh test yeah it i mean you definitely nailed the cinematic sound it is really uh powerful i love the piano um which now I know that's like the bait, the core of the song. That's how it all started. Um, and then the drums are just fantastic. Um, there's like these little, I don't even know. I can't remember the melody off the top of my head. It's, um, you're singing it though, Michelle. It's like these dum, dum, dums. And it, I think oh, it's, it's says, yeah. And it's just yeah. so beautiful. And I felt it just added so much texture to the production and it, it just you guys did a really really great job and the fact that you didn't really do too much tweaking after Robert sent it back is uh really amazing you guys definitely sounds like you have like a strong connection um between the writer and the producer and he's able to kind of just like nail it on the head right off the bat for you and for your vision Absolutely. And I, yeah. I think um, when Robert, you just mentioned that it took a couple of days for Michelle to respond. And as I recall, uh, it came when you sent your, your first vision of it, it came at a time when things were really crazy busy here, as they often are. And uh, we were considering songs for uh, an interim project. And, and I think we were in the car driving and uh, Michelle was sort of whipping through different songs she'd written and different samples uh, that you had done on uh, and, and ones that she had done. And uh, as I recall, you, you're, you just happened to open that file and I, full I, volume in the car. Full volume. <laughs> and I hadn't heard it yet. And I, and I, and she was just sort of flitting through the songs. And so it only played a couple of seconds. And as I remember going, wait, what, what, what was that? <laughs> was this, that was right on what the part that was, like, what is that? The full orchestral thing. And she, and she said, oh yeah, wait, what? And she asked the same question. She went, wait, yeah, what was that? And so really, I literally only played it on my phone I, speaker and I thought, okay, and she's, yeah. Uh, and then I, and then a couple days later, that's when I realized I was like, oh my gosh, that is the best thing yeah, I've I, heard. That is amazing. Got, she, so then she played the whole thing and I was covered in goosebumps. So I was like, okay, this is epic and amazing. So yeah. I, I think that's why it took her a couple of days to respond because she hadn't really heard it yet. Uh, and what, once you played in really good speakers, yeah. when that when that song really, really quick. Okay. I, I, I thought, I, I thought you just hated it for the first couple of days. No. <laughs> he was like, Oh no, <laughs> I messed up. Yeah. There's, a, there's actually just one thing I wanted to touch on with what you said, Robert, and this is just brief, but yeah, having the freedom to do what feels right in a song is something I feel like artists don't give themselves permission to do anymore. Mm -hmm. We're 
we're trying to put ourselves in, in boxes and, and perfect brands and perfect sounds. Mm-hmm. And what Robert and I have really found a balance with, I think, in this overall Storm album is having foundations that are consistent so you don't feel like you're taking way over the spectrum to different sides. Like it doesn't feel random. It feels cohesive and sort of a baseline foundation of piano and drums and bass and guitar. But but really focusing in on the emotional element of each song and swelling and and moving with that instead of fighting that. I think that's what I really miss about, you know, old music like Queen, for mm-hmm. example. Queen mm-hmm. never Queen always followed what the lyrics were. They always followed what that emotional impact was. And People still love a song like Bohemian Rhapsody to this day that has mm-hmm. five different genres and six different time changes. It, 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 I don't think, I think music is, is sort of, yeah, it, it's, it's about the emotion. It's about following that instinct. And I mm-hmm. think, Robert, you totally were right in saying that we definitely gave ourselves permission, especially with this song, to go towards that. And I think that is a testament to how everyone should, <laughs> should allow themselves to do that. Yeah. Well, Michelle, I, I have to give you props. I mean, a lot of props for having this this uh, this um, love for music. And and I mean, what you do, you do it for music for the music first. You yeah. know, you don't think about anything else. Is 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 this going to serve the music we're doing right now? This is this is pretty much what you care about. And I mean, this is awesome to have so much maturity already at your young age. Damn. <laughs> mm-hmm. I Thank you, Robert. You have no, to, really, really. You have to stay true to yourself. You have to be authentic, and that's what people are looking for more nowadays, anyway. Um, yeah, there's too much structure right now in the way of writing, especially with pop music. So um, I think people are going to start gravitating towards the more authentic artists, for sure. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and I think, and if I, I just know. may add this. If I just may add that um, uh, on this album, Michelle wrote some very beautiful um, uh, radio-friendly songs as well, and if this and that's all, that's also super fine. You know, mm-hmm. when when I received these, then it's obvious that this will be uh, you know very radio-friendly, and I'm going to take the the arrangement and the production sound into this direction as well, and this is great also. You know, but I, I'm just saying it's really. It's really nice that uh, Michelle, you know, you 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 can, uh, you you don't put yourself in this uh, format, yeah, you know, where every every song has to be the same to fit a purpose or something. You mm-hmm. know, you really go for what the song needs, and that's that's what I really think is cool. Yeah, thanks, Robert. Yeah, yeah, and it's interesting too because there's a lot of um, you know a lot of industry people who are trying to as Michelle said, you know, sort of place you in these fine parameters and place you in a box. Mm-hmm. And yet at the same time, uh, to, you know, to, to really stand out and make a difference, you just have to follow your heart. So, it, it, you know, yeah. I think that's, that's just, uh, important to, to, uh, to stay true to that. I agree. Yep. I agree too. Well, I want to know what everyone's favorite lyric line is in the song. Who. Um, you know what? I have my lyrics right here because I'm just wow, you are like no no, no, one, everyone else is like, oh my gosh, I can't remember my own song. (laughs) I feel so, oh, I feel so unexpectedly prepped. Okay. Um, I think 
there's a lot of, to be honest with you, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a big perfectionist and I Mm -hmm. do not, you know, I don't, I don't congratulate myself probably even as much as I, as I should. I I'm very, I'm very picky. As soon as I do something, even if it's good, I say like, okay, no, I got to do it better. I got to do it better. I'm very hard on myself on that, in that way. And it's probably one of my flaws because it's more unproductive than it is productive at times. But with this song, I do listen back and I do look at the lyrics and I think, okay, that was, that was a success. You know, that was, that was a check mark. That was a, you, you should pat yourself on the back for that because that, and, and this one I was picky with too. I remember like a lot of songs I write, it's a couple of hours in one day. This one, this song was over the course of a month, like constantly going back and just digging and digging and digging for those analogies because, and metaphors, because you can capture an emotion at a very baseline, like cliche way. You could say, you know, we'll fight, we'll we'll go towards the light, we'll we'll love, we'll care, like all of these really simple words that can be really effective at times. But when a song, when you really are trying to dig deep with something, it takes a while to find different ways of saying very basic universal things. Um, and I think that was something I'm very proud of with this song is I took the time to really do that and and find as many interesting words and as many analogies as I could. I think my favorite part is the um, fueled by fear and crime, spoil the rich, ignoring the poor. I pity the soul who'd remain. In d- oh, that's, well, they reversed. That's right. That's one of the notes oh, on yeah, here. Yeah. No, so it's um, fueled by fear and crime, checkers and chess by hopping the mess and working the ladder by stepping on any head. So basically that means like, you know, trying to play a simple game and a very complex game and just stepping over everybody to get what you want. And I thought that was, I think that's my favorite line because I thought that was a really cool analogy. And I look back Mm. at that and think, how did I even think of that? Like, (laughs) that's really cool, Michelle. Checkers and chess by hopping the mess, working the ladder by stepping on the head. That's my favorite. What's yours, Robert? I should have inserted first. (laughs) Was that that your favorite? You picked my line. Oh, no, really? <laughs> that's great. Oh, good. <laughs> See, we, we, that's, this minds. is why we work well together. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> yeah, that would be the one for wow. me. Yeah. My favorite line is, um, or the one that moves me the most every time I hear it is the, is the chorus area where you say, uh, and when you got to testify, there will be no alibis. I don't know. There's Ooh. something about it. I mean, and the line right before that, you know, just the main message is the lie, lie, lies. You've been ruling a false empire. But that part. Uh, it's just karma, right? Like when people it, yeah, think about karma. themselves, it's, yeah. that's mm-hmm. uh, the worst thing a human being can do is, is be selfish and, and bring down other people and use other people. So, yeah. Uh, so I think that's my favorite. That's the one that moves me the most when I'm here. I, mm. I love all of it. But, cool. Yeah. I also want to know what your favorite production element is hmm robert why don't you answer that one first whoa that's a tough one um, <laughs> i don't know um you, you want to go first i can go first yeah um my favorite is the uh well, or the most unexpected and unusual, uh, there's sort of two things. And one is sort of the big uh, timpani hits or the big orchestral hits on the chorus. Uh, that's mm. certainly the favorite. But then the other thing is sort of that, I want to call it like a 60s vibe rock 
uh, in the bridge. Uh, it, it reminds me sort of some of the rock and roll in like Jesus Christ Superstar, that musical with the electric guitar there and everything. I, I think that's a really cool direction that you went in that area. Yeah, I, actually, I'd say the guitar and the bridge too. That's my favorite. Cool. And yeah, I would probably go along with Monique with those uh, big orchestral drums, I think, mm -hmm. especially the first time you hear them because they, yeah. you know, they kind of surprise you. Yeah. Uh, I totally forgot about the bridge. The bridge is that is, the bridge. What you guys did there was amazing. It like took me for a turn. So I think it also like, <laughs> yeah, it was it was so unexpected, but I loved it. Oh, no, awesome. Hey. Yeah, I was not expecting to go there. But, I mean, again, that works with, um, you know, it being like a very cinematic uh, song. And it's, uh, yeah, just a great job. I was really impressed, uh, you guys. Really and also the great. lyrics, you know, they kind of go into another, you know, direction for the moment of the bridge. So I really thought the music also had to go somewhere else mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. Yeah, the, yes. the bridge is the revolution, right? You know, everybody right. running together. It's the positive yeah. part of it. That's well, right. The imagery of the marble floors and uh, all of that too. I, I feel like that's really, really powerful. Like it, it, the the golden doors and the marble floors. I, I love the the lyric uh, content that you started with there. And mm -hmm. yeah, so thanks, you guys. Well, I'm blushing like a tomato. <laughs> <laughs> It's good because the theme of the storm album is red, so I'll fit right in with that. <laughs> well, any other cool facts about the song, the recording process, production, lyric content? Hmm. I don't know if this is necessarily a cool fact, but more of just an annoying fact on my end. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of a couple of these songs on this new album Storm. Um, I had a lot of live performances last summer, and I didn't mm -hmm. have any new material. I was going to a lot of the same places I'd been the previous summer, so a lot of people were wanting, you know, new physical content, like new CD or a new EP or something to new have. Merch. Yeah, new merch at, at these live concerts, and so I just did a, a quick demo album of kind of all the stuff I was working on. And it was called Work in Progress. And a couple of these songs on Storm were also on this demo CD that was just literally supposed to be like a work in progress. It was just sort of a fun, exclusive CD and stuff. And so False Empire was one of the songs on that, as well as uh, this other song called Like It Never Happened and Storm. And I think one more. But anyways, these songs, I got very attached to the first vocal I did, even though I knew I had no intention on keeping it. And for me, I'm such an audio based like learner and, and that's how my memory works. My memory is very audio. I get super attached to how things sound mm -hmm. when, how, when I listen over and over and over again, because I had to proof these mixes for that demo album. But even though I knew, like I knew that that's not how I wanted them to sound. But when I went in and recorded my vocals, I'd had this yeah pre preconceived idea and it really made me a lot more picky than I usually am and just made it a lot more difficult for me to have any perspective on the song. So even with False Empire, I was just, you know, every time I listened to it, I just heard things I, I didn't want, I didn't like about my vocals because I had this idea of what it was supposed to mm -hmm. sound like. And then, you know, sometimes you just have to walk away from it for a second yeah. and 
it's been, you know, a month or a month and a half since it's been finalized and, and it's been released now for a couple of weeks. And when I listen now, you just eventually don't hear those things. You don't hear those little things that no one else will hear. They just become nothing and you just listen to the song. And so now I'm liking it again. And now I'm liking these other songs again that I just got so like focused in on um, based on the process. So Robert and I both decided we are never spending that much time on demos again because that was, just, that was such a such a tricky process for me and Robert and bless his soul. He's just so patient with me through all of that and all of my rounds of notes and everything. So thank you again, Robert. Oh, my pleasure, Michelle. But Lisa, your question is very, very interesting to me. And the, the thing is, um, I'm tempted to answer your question, not specifically for this particular song, False Empire, because, Michelle, you will probably agree that False Empire was perhaps overall the, the most uh, uneventful um, yeah. song yeah. throughout the production, you know, because yeah. some, like there has been a bunch of fun facts about uh, many of the other songs on this album, and, and one that I, I would like to tell, if you don't mind, yeah, of course. Is, uh, of course, uh, Michelle lives in Vancouver and I live mm -hmm. in Montreal. So that's like yeah. five hours apart by plane, you know. So um, often what she will do, she will go into a studio there. She will record some vocals and send them back to me and stuff. And um, there was this song, Michelle, you'll have to remember. I'm not sure which one it is, but for some reason she had recorded some awesome vocals. And um, when I no, no, I think it was Storm. He's talking, are you talking about the 12 8 thing, Robert? Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. Oh, right, right, right. So, yeah. so, so, what happened is I, I received like her vocal tracks and I tried to fit them in onto my the music I'm creating around them, but there's a timing problem. In other words, uh, her singing was not in sync with my track anymore for some very, very odd uh, bug, you know. Uh, so we, we, we so what, what well to make a long story short um i because we, we didn't want i mean i didn't want her to redo the vocals because they were yeah. so good they were and uh so i ended up just uh pushing the tempo to a very very odd tempo you know usually the song will be you basically created a tempo it was like you know 123.9821 oh my god yeah, like <laughs> what happened is i accidentally somehow <laughs> recorded the pro like the project in which I went to the studio with to record in was in 12-8, which doesn't make any sense. The song's not in 12-8, it's just in 4-4. Four, four. It's, you know, it's just a simple 4-4 four, four thing. And it, it just, it translated, because I also work in ProLogic with a lot of the studios I work with in Vancouver, and Robert is in Pro Tools. So he literally, he's a genius. He's a mathematical genius as well as a musical genius because he had to create this like ridiculous long decimal point of a tempo. And he made it work. It was, I was just, I was amazed by that one. Oh my gosh. So that's that so was funny. a fun fact. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. Mm -hmm. um, well, if you could tell Michelle, the audience, where they can find you on social media and where they can download and stream False Empire. Yeah, for sure. Uh, False Empire, like all my other music, is available on iTunes slash Apple Music. Spotify, Bandcamp, Amazon, uh, my store, michellecreber.shop. And um, yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty good with keeping up with social media, especially in these times. So mm -hmm. 
Twitter's great. Um, Facebook is is less convenient for direct communication, but Instagram's good. And then in terms of finding new music most easily and getting all the updates and stuff, it's it's YouTube. That's where all the new material is uploaded and music videos and lyric videos and whatnot. And all Perfect. of those are just under her name, Michelle Kreber. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Universal. Very easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and the album is out, right? Sorry, Lisa? The album is out? The album? The Storm album, well, today, as we are talking, it is April 15th, and the album is coming out on May 1st. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So we're getting close. False Empire is one of the pre-release tracks. Mm -hmm. Yes. Perfect. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on SoundScrub. I really enjoyed learning about False Empire and learning about your recording process as well. Yeah, this was such a pleasure. Thank you for having us, Lisa. Thanks so much. Yeah. Thank you for the invitation. download and stream the full song and learn more about the artist, please visit the description of this episode. Make sure to follow me, your host, Lisa Denae, on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter at Lisa Denae Music. Thank you for listening.